I V M. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Triangle Offense. I am Monish. As always, I am joined by Nishant. What's up, Nishant? Uh, to be honest, I missed the entire weekends of weekends action because I was traveling. But two big news coming out. Yeah. Anthony Davis seems to be injured, as we've been suspecting that something's definitely wrong. That's why he hasn't been going all out. We we've learned that he's injured and probably will be out for a few weeks. And the other big rumor that I want to talk about today is Andy Drummond no longer mm-hmm. active in the Cleves lineup. So let's let's deal with these two issues today. Um, Anthony Davis, first up, where does that leave the Lakers? I mean, they were outright favorites when the yeah. season began. They were outright yeah. favorites a few weeks into the season. and suddenly it's all lebron james all by himself now the last week has been kind of kind of surprising unlakerish kinds because three overtime games yeah. and then the loss to the nuggets so are they still the favorites no at this moment they're not and for a couple of reasons one their play so far mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're grinding out wins so you'd still have to favor a team with lebron that can still get outcomes in the playoffs but um their play has been less than spectacular their offense has taken an absolute beating they went from being a top 4 offense in the league to not even being close in the last week or the last couple yeah. of weeks and largely they're surviving on the strength of their defense which continues to be best in class it 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 really is the best in the league right now on team defense so the anthony De- look whenever the lakers are favorites or even for that matter when they won the chip last season anthony davis played a huge role in that Yeah, if you assign it numbers, um, you know, if you're going to say LeBron is say forty five percent, Anthony Davis is maybe thirty percent. Thirty percent is a huge mm-hmm. chunk, and the rest of the yeah, team yeah. is the rest. Um, so Anthony Davis, and we've been saying this for a while now, right? The way Anthony Davis has been resting, the way Anthony Davis has been underperforming. Forget making shots; he wasn't even taking shots. Yeah, right. in several games he was. Uh, I mean, he shot less than Kuzma in some games. He shot less than uh, Montrez Harrell. That's odd. for your second best player borderline best player on the team yep. and and everyone's concern and everyone's suspicion was that there's some injury at play this seems mm-hmm. to be like a zion situation where the team's being really cagey about it and they're not really giving any information out but something's up he's missing games he's not giving his best that's that's really not anthony davis he's not the load management in a game exactly. kind of guy yeah uh, and here we go so so it was an achilles suspicion uh was it acl or achilles achilles this injury okay so but they got the scan the results came back today and and apparently it wasn't a tear or anything major but it's it's never not nervous when it's that area yeah uh, that's giving you trouble and uh, the news is he'll be out for 2 to 3 weeks so it's not nothing even though it's not a tear yet it yep. could be with uh, with so i think the lakers will take it over cautiously as they should Mm-hmm. Too many teams have paid the ultimate price for rushing a player back from these kind of situations. KD, most recent in the NBA Finals, right? Um, so they're going to be they're going to take care. Now, if AD comes back, AD sometime before the playoffs, and they get a mm-hmm. run of games in, and they have some form under their under their belt, and they go to the playoffs, the Lakers are still favorites. If AD is diminished for the season, mm-hmm. or worst, if he is out, and we won't wish that upon him, but if he is out for the season. precautionary or otherwise mm-hmm. then that's a huge blow to the lakers that are already offensively struggling despite their depth despite their distributed yeah. scoring um mark gasol i think we can call it now has been an absolute dud i was really looking forward to this but but it looks like he's he's just about done 
Um, this looks worse than Al Horford in in Philadelphia when he first showed up. Um, you know, expectation versus reality. Yeah. So, so the Lakers need to show up big time in the big man space. Uh, but you can't really replace Anthony Davis in a in free agency or True. even now at this stage in a trade. Uh, so, so it looks bleak if Anthony Davis is out, then the Lakers it's an uphill battle. With LeBron, you'll win a series or two, but it's an uphill battle to take the West. Of course, and uh, let's say this was a race, right? And the Lakers started off in pole position and they raced away ahead. Hmm. Now the Utah Jazz, Philadelphia 76ers, and the Clippers were all chasing, and Milwaukee Bucks to an extent as well. They are all chasing the Lakers. Now, do you think that gap is caught up and probably Jazz have even overtaken them? And if so, how far behind have Lakers fallen? I mean, where would you rank them if you have to take your top five teams at this moment? Yeah, they'd, they'd still be in the top five because, they, like I said, they still have the league's best defense. Um, statistically, they have the league's best defense. Mm-hmm. So, they're still in the top five and they've got huge rotations and they've got people that have really learned their roles well in this season. Yeah. Last season, that was their biggest problem. The off-the-bench uh, role players, not all of them did their job, but of course, by the playoffs came along, by the time the playoffs right. came along, everyone kind of switched it on. So, um, they, they've got great support and great depth. It's really at the top where the Lakers were top-heavy. There's no denying it last season. They're a little less top-heavy now, but they're still pretty dependent on that top, and, and that's where AD hurts them. But Utah, first of all, Utah Jazz are playing the best basketball in the NBA. They've been doing this now Absolutely. for nearly a month, damn near a yeah. month, and it's not even yeah. close. 18 wins what? out of the last 19. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. And whatever Brooklyn Nets are doing on offense, we're talking basketball. It's played on both ends of the court. I don't get this concept of two-way <laughs> basketball. There's basketball. There's there's attack and defense in any sport, and and the Utah Jazz are playing. The absolute best basketball. They, they really are reminiscent of the 2000 San Antonio Spurs. Mm-hmm. Uh, this mm-hmm. fluid, off-the-ball movement, team ball, pass, 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 and then the yeah. extra pass until you get it to the best shooter with the highest yep. percentage shot and he knocks it down. Both things are happening. There's movement and the passing, but there's also people are knocking shots down, which wasn't always the case last season until they came to the playoffs. Conley was a, a shell of yep. himself. Uh, Bogdanovich was in and out. So... Uh, Utah would probably lead the West for me right now in terms of mm-hmm. power. Um, the Clippers are uh, are a close second. They're a formidable team. And yeah. the Lakers would figure somewhere in that top five, whichever way you arrange it. But these two mm-hmm. are are now the teams to beat for the Lakers as presently constructed. Yeah, and that's one thing, right? The Clippers have been ravaged by injuries themselves. Like Paul George hasn't been playing for a while now. Kawhi sat out and they're still picking up those wins with their second string unit picking up wins. Now, it remains to be seen if Lakers can do that. They're by no means a second-string unit of LeBron as a new starting lineup. Mm-hmm. But still, it's a big, big blow to have Anthony Davis out. Yeah. So, we'll see how the Lakers pick up from there. And it, they might definitely not top the West. But I think, yeah, top three team, definitely. I agree with you there. Yeah, yeah. And I think when we discuss the players coming up next, I think a couple of these would mm-hmm. loop back to possibilities for the Lakers. Because... Uh, yeah, let's, there is an let's, opportunity to bolster. They should, they should mm-hmm. take it. Let's just let's jump right into it. So the mm-hmm. other big news I want to talk about was Andre Drummond is no longer an active player, right. according to the Cleveland's uh, management. Whenever they go out, because Jared Allen's the new center and he's up for trades, so mm-hmm. he's up for sale basically. So <laughs> now you said Mark Gasol has been a disaster for the Lakers. Is Andre Drummond a possible replacement? Because he would fit the bill, except that his wage bill is pretty high. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know if the Lakers, if I mean, we're only speculating at this point, would they really want that luxury tax? Because it's going mm-hmm. to be a whole load if they bring in and yeah. uh, Andre Drummond, and they're going to have to pay probably Brooklyn level of luxury tax, if not right. Golden State levels. So, would they want to do that? I don't know because it's not like it's a disastrous team, and mm-hmm. and honestly, it's not like a, a Drummond puts you over the line. Right. If AD is out, fingers crossed. If he's out for the season, and it could just be precautionary. Even so. If you replace AD with Drummond. That's not a chip winning team. That's not even close. Are you yeah. no way? So, <laughs> if you're not winning the chip, if the player coming in doesn't guarantee you a chip or pretty much, then there's really no point paying that kind of luxury tax. Golden State mm-hmm. paying that much for Clay Thompson makes sense. Um, Brooklyn Nets paying that much for James Harden makes absolute sense. That's the yeah. best shot you've got. Drummond, yeah. nope. Great rebounder, a, a, a amazing rim protector. can give you 20 points a night is what they'll tell you but he'll give mm-hmm. you 20 points a night when he's the focal point of the offense he'll give you 20 points a night when his usage rate is high can he do yeah. what a montres harrell does and be a high impact player being ridiculously efficient his shot percentage will suggest it uh, but again that shot percentage is boosted by him getting great opportunities and good looks can he can he do that for himself no is he a stretch big not really um, does he solve any spacing problems nope So he's not. It's not like you can plug out Anthony Davis, plug in Andre Drummond, and get something out of it. So then, if mm-hmm. that's not the case, I don't think the luxury tax uh, makes sense. Proposition, yeah, makes any kind of sense for the Lakers. Um, so, so I don't think they'll go for it. I think Drummond is more of a. I think at this stage, who's desperate for a for a player that can rebound and rim protect in Brooklyn. the entire league? Oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There is no team more desperate for somebody who can rebound, um, protect the rim. And maybe give some points at the other end, but they really don't need the points. They need they need the rebounds and they need the uh, the defense. Uh, DeAndre Jordan's good. I think he's shown he can still be a uh, like a thirteen, fourteen, and eleven guy. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean thirteen or fourteen, not thirteen dash fourteen, thirteen, fourteen, eleven guy. Uh, once in a while, he'll need to be that consistently, and then they need one more of that. It's yeah. something like you know McGee and Dwight Howard last season. Yeah. Uh, exactly. between them they were a 2020 sort of uh, duo yeah. um, so in 2021 do brooklyn need a 20, 2021 duo yeah so drummond makes sense of brooklyn it's going to be a huge wage bill but hear me out first of all i don't know who in the world they'll trade at this point to land drummond. exactly that was what is coming yeah. to next i mean it's a 27 million dollar salary that you need to replace so how are you going to fit that for how how is cleveland going to get that back What are they going to? I ask? think Cleveland will be happy to take the hit and not really salary match, right? Uh-huh. I think Cleveland uh-huh. would be, um, they'd be happy to get a couple of draft picks or whatever in return. Uh, yeah. The the bigger problem is, uh, who? What do you offer if you're Brooklyn, right? Uh, you're either oh. giving up a whole chunk of your future because you've already done a bit of that. You're, you're going to move more, True. and True. in player capital, you don't really have anyone. Yep. I mean, anyone you give away at this point is going to hurt you. Maybe Jeff Green, right? That's that's about the best that they can. <laughs> Uh, yeah. best that they can do and give away but if they can somehow piece together a deal for drummond mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. luxury tax and all that they'll they'll basically be a, a paying golden state kind of money but it damn near guarantee i mean you can't really put together a team that's closer to a chip on paper uh, than mm-hmm. possible and that's the only kind of team you can put together you can't really put together a team that actually has seen the future now drummond has a one year contract 
So yeah. this luxury tax is is just for the right. chip. one time, yeah, one and done. We go for the chip, and then you know, let's see. So that's the the attraction for the Brooklyners. But I don't know how they'll put a deal together. Is is Andre Drummond a center that is that can be there on the championship winning team or at least a contending team? Is he is he really that good in quality? I mean, if you look at his box score, you'll think yeah. so. But if you see him play, you might not think so. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, Where does he rank on that winning team is the question, really? Because on Brooklyn, he's the fourth best player easily, and it won't even be a debate. Uh-huh. It's KD, Kyrie, Harden. Yeah, yeah. So Joe yeah, Harris, Joe Harris yeah, 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 yeah. So no, I th- I think you know Joe Harris is a spot up shooter. Drummond offers you a whole lot more. But whatever, he's not in the top three, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there, yeah. I mean, a whole bunch of players can be not a top three player on a championship winning team. KCP can be in that. Yeah. So it's not much of a list, is it? Uh, can he be a top two player? That's going to be tough. I don't think he can. I really don't think mm-hmm. he can. You pair him with anyone, anyone in the league. Luca has posing this, so I think is significantly better than uh, uh, Drummond. And I don't think that's a chipping team yet. They're, they're still shy of a few pieces. Yeah. Uh, maybe one big piece. So uh, top two, no way. Not happening. Won't happen. You won't see it. If he's the third best player on the chipping team, yeah, sure. And there's a bunch of teams where he would be a. Golden State, Golden State, for instance, if Clay is back, uh, mm-hmm. Clay, uh, Steph, I, I'm not saying they should do it, but Wiseman out, Drummond in, uh, sure, that's a that's a chipping team. So, if he's mm-hmm. the third best player, yes, second best player, no way, best player, <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you you're already seeing that. Well, yes, they lost their eighth consecutive game today. Although you can't blame Drummond for that because he hasn't been playing the last two or three games. But I do like eight. the sorry. I I do like the Drummond to Toronto bit though. I think that'd be a good move. Yeah, that's that's a rumor that's yeah. picking up some pace. And that's a good fit. Yeah, I think Toronto are lacking some big men at the mm. center. Aaron Baines is doing them no yeah. good. Chris Boucher is, but he's not that great defensively. Yeah. I think he's get you good points, uh, fantasy league wise at least. Get you good blocks, yeah. but yeah, not yeah, he's, really, he's uh, another one of those hustle guys. He's like a Kelly Oubre. Yeah, all effort, not exactly. necessarily all technique kind of guy. What do you think of uh, Drummond to Portland? They have a slew of injuries. They really don't have They a do. bit to speak of, and it's a one-year They deal. Do. If you want to make one good run at the, because Lillard's balling out as usual again. Yep. Um, one yep. good run at the playoffs. It's a one-year deal, one and done. I still think uh, CJ once he's back, I think they'll still have a good. Uh, Enes Kanter actually has been doing well for them. Surprising as sure. it may sound, he's getting mm-hmm. them 15 rebounds, 15 points, and I think they're taking that. He's kind of made them feel like Nurkic hasn't gone missing at all. So I, I mean, I can't really imagine Drummond to Portland, but hmm, that's interesting. I mean, I'm not saying it'll happen. I'm saying just no, no. You know, I, I'm thinking about if, it. Yeah, if it does, uh, because does, yeah, it's just, it's a strong it's team because Portland rebounding, right? It's better than what Cantor can offer, right, and right. he can legit score, get some points at the at the other end, which is invaluable in the playoffs when you can kind of pump and dump to the low post if nothing else yep. is working out. And yep. and Portland don't really have a team ball situation going on a lot of times, so that's an that's a valuable little piece to have. And this is a team loaded with shooters, mm-hmm. and Drummond's actually a pretty good passer out of the low post. So yeah. finding the open man for a three, you've got Lillard, you've got CJ, you've got Gary Trent Jr., you've got uh, Melo. As the internet mm-hmm. has confirmed today, Melo means uh, <laughs> Carmelo, not La Melo. <laughs> It's been the whole thing on Twitter apparently. Um, So I I like that fit. I I don't know how they'll make the mm. deal happen, but I like that fit. And it's a one-year deal. Again, the greatest yeah. attraction with Drummond is if you can, if you are in a position to make a move to bring him in, 
Yes, yeah. it's a big chunk of salary, but you don't have to commit for more than the rest of the season. You can always right. figure out at the end of it. Right. We'll keep seeing where uh, Drummond lands up. But um, another player who's actually been rumored to, and he's no longer on the Detroit Pistons active lineup as confirmed by the management, is a former All-Star, Blake Griffin. Now, is will Blake Griffin find some teams that are interested in him? He's clearly past his prime. He's no longer that high yeah. flyer that we used to see a few years ago. But he can still add some value to some contending team. Off the bench, maybe? Any teams that you see? Yeah, it's insane. He's 31. It's incredible how much he's suffered he's from like injuries. He's like he's been here forever. Yeah. He's 31. It's, 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 it's what makes LeBron. Man, <laughs> anyway. Look, um, Blake Griffin's not the Blake Griffin we know. He's not a high-flying dunker. He's not, those, yeah. he's not that explosive guy. But I, I will say this. As ravaged as he was by injuries, he's adapted beautifully over time. Mm-hmm. He's become a smarter player. He does a whole lot more. He's an excellent passer. He's uh, he's developed a three-shot, which he now consistently hits at a decent, decently acceptable percentage. His shooting efficiency is low, but hey, he was playing in Detroit. I mean, cut him some slack. Um, he's not a guard or a wing that can create off the dribble. There's some value there. There's definitely not $50 million spread over two years value there, which is why... Uh, Detroit will have a nightmare of a time if they want to get some kind of uh, 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 salary match trade. That's mm-hmm. not going to happen. No one in their right mind is going to give up actual assets, present or future, to pick up Blake Griffin for $50 million across two years. That's not going to happen. Yeah. So then the only way out really is some kind of amicable solution where Blake Griffin agrees to a... I love how they call it. Basically, somebody agrees to t- lose money. That's what an amicable solution is. <laughs> Where uh, they do a buyout. If they do a buyout, then Blake Griffin's are uh, a free agent. Mm-hmm. And if he's a free agent, I, I, I doubt it's even a debate. He's going to go to the Lakers. They're going to find a way to make it happen. Bring him back to LA. He's been there. He lives there. There's that whole personal angle uh, of of easy plug back in. Uh, and and I'm, going, I'm willing to bet... Uh, teaming up with LeBron would weigh higher on his priorities, coupled with the fact that it's a city he's been at before for a long, long time and a warm weather location versus going mm-hmm. to Brooklyn's cold to play, uh, you know, with all of those players. And these are really the two teams that are waiting to pounce on a big guy that becomes available, that they don't really have to commit and make promises as to, you know, you'll be the yeah. best player or you'll get regular starting minutes. So uh, for me, this is a lot like Dwight Howard being picked up by the Lakers last season after DeMarcus Cousins went down. If it's a buyout, I think I think the Lakers are hot favorites to land Blake Griffin, and it would be a good land. Um, I think he, he can offer significantly more than what Mark Gasol can at this point. Okay, but that's That'll really the only way see. it works. It has to be a buyout. That'll be interesting to see where these two former All Stars land up: right. Drummond and Blake Griffin, yeah. two big names out for sale. Uh, all the teams will be looking out, and that's all we have for today. Yeah, I'll catch up after tomorrow's games. Alright, man, sounds good. Peace. Bye. Bye. Thank you.